This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, September 15th, 2020, episode 296. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. We bring you the latest news, reviews, updates, and more each and every week. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Of course, you can visit um, our website, infectionpodcast.com. I've got a brand new article going up on Dude and IT this week. It's almost done, and it's 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 right up Brian's alley. It's using some Linux. It's using a Cyber Power UPS a, a CLI software, SSMTP to send email alerts. We're all we're hanging this out, Brian. Exciting! It is very exciting. Nice. Sub- subscribe to my Patreon <laughs> to get it. Yes. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> uh, joining me as he does has as he has done for the last two hundred and ninety five weeks. Mr. Brian with an I, Aldrich. Hello, Mr. Brian. How are you? I am doing well. And if you want to find me, you can find me at Brian Aldridge on Parlor. Or of course, you can go to my blog, biteoftech.com. And on there, there's lots of links to various ways to contact me on the internet. Uh, but of course, most importantly, go to our website, as Nick said, infectionpodcast.com. And make sure you join our server on Discord. And if you do that, there is a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of different channels on there. We have a news channel that you could submit news to if there's something you think we should be covering that we're not. Um, also, we have in there uh, just a lot of people hanging out, chatting, playing games, doing whatever. So that's our primary form of communications outside of the Twitch chat here. If you join our Steam group, you get a little notification. You have to be sitting at your computer uh, right before the show starts. You get a little pop-up if you have Steam open. And that will uh, that will remind you, and you can come join us live, and that gives you an opportunity to join the game giveaway raffle and uh, chat with us during the podcast. And a lot of times, people give input, and it really helps the show. Uh, we also have our video links, so if you're going to watch us live or after the fact, you can do that through Twitch, through uh, BitChute, through DLive, and through YouTube. Uh, also, we have uh, our podcast extras. So if you go to the link below, BitChute link there, that uh, Judd does that for us, and it has our pre and post show videos. Uh, and then also the very lower right-hand side, all the audio forms of the podcast. So whether or not you're going to be using a mobile app, a desktop app, uh, those are all after the fact. They're not live, but those are ways that you can listen to it on the road or at work or wherever you are. Uh, and then show notes for now, 296 episodes of the show. And so if you do that, you can follow along. And uh, and if you're listening to it after the fact, you can check out videos. Maybe if you're listening to the podcast, you can pull up videos as we're as we're playing those or, or look at different patch notes and articles that we're discussing. So, uh, and if you want to support us financially, you can do that through su- the support tab. And that is humble.infectionpodcast.com, amazon.infectionpodcast.com, or through Twitch Prime or, well, Prime Gaming, I guess they are now, subs through Twitch. And if you do that, that really adds up. And we're, we didn't go to PAX, which would have happened this past week, uh, but we are going to be doing that next year and uh, probably buying some equipment to kind of help with that. So. Yes, that is it. I want to thank our friend uh, Green Man Cartoons who hit us, hit us up with Brian. You ready for this? Thirty-two months. Thirty-two nice. months. A resubscription, as well as our friend It's Jonesy, hit us up with a resub, and then our friend Unicorn Joe gif- gifted a sub to our friend Firebomb. 
So we've had a couple of different folks hit us up with some subs this week. Uh, Gentlemen, all of you, thank you very much. Um, And of course, special thank you to Green Man, who we had hoped would uh, be able to join us at a trade show again this year. He he was instrumental in our uh, PAX coverage last year. It it's it's yeah. crazy how um have how having one more body to like either rope off an area or to just hold something or to just you know, be ready to do something is uh incredibly helpful because it is yeah. insanity inside the trade show. There's like a hundred thousand people. And everybody's trying to get, you know, and then, of course, you've got, like, Ninja and those people walking around and, you know, all the important people. And then you've got, then you've got us, a bunch of jabronis yep. that do a stupid survival yep. game podcast. Um, and uh, he was uh, he was incredibly, incredibly helpful uh, for some stuff for yep. the show. And then, of course, some other uh, activities that we got into as well. So thank you. Thank you very much, Green Man. We're missing you. Uh, but hopefully we'll... Literally uh, a lifesaver. Yeah, literally a lifesaver. And ho- hopefully we'll uh, hopefully we'll see him... Uh, next year well maybe it'll be sooner who knows i don't know what the next i don't know what the next trade show is going to be now yeah brian we'll see 295 yes. weeks this is the 296 mm-hmm. but 295 weeks we've done this show you and i have known each yes. other for a very long time you didn't mm-hmm. even compliment my haircut oh well turn the other way you gotta turn you gotta look to your right the other way oh it looks good there you go all I can see is one you know, little section of your hair I, I, where you're facing. It's, 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 you know, you think you know somebody. You know, I thought I really knew Brian. I really did. All mm-hmm. these, all these weeks, all these years, all these years sharing beds at conventions, and you, you didn't even compliment mm-hmm. my haircut. What well, do you have I'm not a girl, so it just, it just tends <laughs> to be how it is. <laughs> yep, the passion is gone from the relationship. Yeah, whatever. Now, Brian and I now hate each other. We're just here to read the news, and you're going to notice that in the show. Yeah, we're like we're like Opie and Anthony back in the day. Just we, we show up to do the show. We just can't stand don't each talk. other. Now, funny enough, we actually don't talk outside the show. Not because we don't like each other. It's because I don't enjoy talking to you outside the show because we end up ar- arguing about sh- like games and stories, and it just it it it, it doesn't lend to having a good show every week so we really don't talk that's true and, and tara yeah, says don't. you trimmed your beard did you trim your beard up a little bit i i, I did I, I appreciate her noticing okay. that yeah well she's a girl so there you go thanks um yeah so. i mean hey yeah i feel bad i feel great now all right i'm ready to get into the show um uh oh, geez, i don't know where we were gonna go with that um also, two years There's ago, no perfect segue from that. So. No, also two years ago, Brian was uh, was a big hurricane that hit here, where you did, I believe, your first mm-hmm. solo show. Um, yes, which 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 turned out pretty well. Um, so yeah, I made it to a- the end, and I think it was pretty close to the normal amount of time, yep. or maybe it was like at least an hour. I'll give it that. Yeah. Now you, um, I'm gonna, you know, you ghosted me like a girl yes, on the internet. I did for uh, for game of the week. <clears throat> so we, I played some scum. Let me tell you. Yes. Scum is a good game. It's a really good game. I've been saying this. Yeah. Well, I just, people aren't playing it. That's what it's got a really nice. Now, now they've added a couple of key things since the last time I'd played. And I don't know if this is Mm -hmm. new for you. They've got a um, very similar to an arc uh, intro quest system or like a, I don't know if Daisy's got one, but a very introductory. Sit, uh, mm. a seven days to die is even probably a better example a very early tutorial system that gets you 
for example, the first thing I think you yep, make is a pick up stone. two sticks or whatever. Yeah, you make a stone knife so that you can shred clothing. Yeah, which yep. I didn't follow the tutorial because I'm a jackass, so I was I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't shred anything for the longest time. And I was like, oh, there's a tutorial. So you do that, then you build a. Uh, I think you built a bow. That was that's what I was doing the last time when we tried to play scum, and you, you didn't show up for me. I was sitting and running it around and doing that. You tutorial. didn't. I did not show up. The servers wouldn't let me well, log you in. Show up. The, the the whole server was broken. Yes, but still, yeah, like, that's, that's what not I, my so fault. I did, I I was, did do that. But I was, yeah, but hold on a second. That's not my fault. I was there for an hour. The solution was to use a VPN, which I was not doing to get play a video game. I was not gaming through yeah. a VPN to play scum. <laughs> So I was that, that's what I did that one time when I was running around kind of waiting for you. Uh, that's what I was doing was that intro quest. So I did it, get a chance to play that part. It's nice. It's it, 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 yeah. it, it, it's not some tutorials. You're like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like, go, 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 go. This is stupid. I don't care. Useful tutorial. Quick. You can choose to ignore it completely like I did for the first probably 15 minutes or so until I mm-hmm. finally got into it. Um Another cool thing I hadn't seen before, um, they, I guess, I don't know how this works, didn't do any research. I have a Logitech um, G513 is my keyboard. It's RGB backlit. Yeah. And somehow, I don't know how this works, when I launched Scum, it changed the layout, it changed all of the color, it, it turned off the, okay, it unlit the backlight on all of my keys that scum did not use and it highlighted certain keys in scum. I don't know if that's something they do or if that's something Logitech does, but well, literally all I did was look using... down at my keyboard and I knew, I knew that F was the interact key. It showed me. And as I picked up items, the number keys lit up indicating that I had now things in that slot. I have, and I've had the yeah. software installed for, I've had this keyboard for, probably six or seven months. I've never seen anything do it. Scum did. I don't most, know if it's because it's a fresh yeah, install. Most, most games don't. Well, no, yeah. so they, they implemented that feature so that most wow. games just don't implement the Logitech API information and take advantage of it. But it is available to do to where they could just light up the keys that you're using. And I did, I do remember at some point reading their patch notes and them mentioning that they did this, but I've not played a game that actually, if, from what I can remember, does it other than, you know, it'll light up the ASWD keys, but that's kind of a built-in feature. So, I'm trying to, trying um, to see. that yeah, I think I think that's something that they implemented probably about six months to a year ago, maybe six. Yeah, months I'm, I'm trying least. to see if I'm trying to see if it'll show me game mode. No, it's not going to show me right now. I'm tr- I tried switching to my to the Scum profile, but uh, yeah, it was um, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, Brian. Uh, it was cool to just you know. Uh, it sounds like they did about April of last year. Yeah, now my keyboard's all screwed up. But um, yeah, it was it was really neat to just instantly look down at my keyboard and know F is interact. Now, obviously, it didn't tell you what the keys were, but having played yeah. enough of these games, you can put two and two together. So looking down at it, I knew, bam, F is interact. It, you know, all these other keys lit up. It was really, really. How soon neat. do you think? It, how soon do you think until? we have like little led keys and they can put like Razor, labels of what they Razor do. Razer has those and the keyboards crazy do they have those? expensive. Yeah. Razer's last. Well, I, would, like, I would assume, but yeah, over time Razor's that'll get one. cheaper and cheaper to where I, I bet you that'll be kind of a standard feature where you'll be able to label keys or when you play open up a game, it'll say 
like on the spacebar jump, but it'll actually say on the keys what they are. Because that would yeah, be interesting. It'd be a I lot mean, better than what we have now, where it's kind of a guessing game. You're essentially describing a, a huge um, uh, log, uh, uh, Elgato stream deck is essentially what you're describing. Yeah. Which is, but I want uh, every single key to be that. Yeah, yeah. No, that, no not true. Um, yeah. So, okay. Hmm. I fixed my keyboard. It was stressing well, me out. It was cycling colors and it was stressing me out. So, uh, but yeah, I thought that was really neat. I hadn't seen that before. Um, so I thought that was cool. Game itself, uh, really neat. Had It seemed presumably to have all of the core um, things for a survival game. Didn't get into base building. Uh, Inventory was quite a struggle until I found a backpack. You have a very limited inventory. When I say very limited, like literally eight slots, I think. You carry a couple items, yeah. And you think like, oh, eight slots. A bottle of water is two slots. It's too tall. Yeah, Um, it it does like that kind of uh, what Tetris style. Yeah, a loaf of bread was two by two. So it was four whole blocks. So I literally had a loaf of bread, a thing of water, and like a, a, a thing of cloth. <laughs> and, and that was it um, until I found the backpack and I had, um, I had a whole bunch of stuff in there um, to, uh, to, to do that. Greenman's asking, but how often did you look at the keys once you learned the config? Um, I didn't look at the keys all that often, but I had my lights off in here. Um, like I normally do when I game and I have an, an yeah, LED strips that run around my He's desk. Saying, like, as far as having like labels on your keys, like how often do oh, you actually oh. look at them? Because what, okay, take, taking this into account though, let's say you have, you're playing a game like Overwatch or something where the abilities change, right? Yeah. What if you had it to where between various characters, you know, then the labels will change based on the abilities, things like that. I mean, then it might be useful because you're trying to think of, all right, which one was this? Uh, then you can you can press it. I don't know. It maybe that just seems like it would be cool. And I'm sure with technology and as th- these type of things get cheaper and cheaper, that seems like that would be a kind of a standard technology eventually. Well, seems more. It seems like you're describing like an. M- it seems like it'd be more of an MMO thing, like an MMO keyboard. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Where you have a lot of different keys that can do different things based on what character you're running. It can be a pain. What's that old? Uh, our buddy Jim has one. What is that old I, MMO I have one in the garage with the snapping things for different games? What is that called? I'm trying to remember what they're remember? called. I have one. I have one. Um, hold on. I I can't remember. I, I've got one around. Um, I can't remember what they're named off the top of my head, but I, I had one for, and oh, I got the Z, it for a while. It's the Z board. Z board. That's right. Z board. This I had one. I have one for a while. But, but the thing is, at the time when I first started, wow, there were so many keys. I was just like, It'd be nice to have a keyboard that would tell me what all these different things did. But then once I played long enough, I was like, oh, I don't need that anymore. And I quit using it and I started using a different keyboard. So at kind of degree man's point, once you learn the keys, it's really not that useful, but it's helpful in the first, you know, first week or two that you've played something. <laughs> Look at this thing. This thing is an abomination. <laughs> See, but there was, there's certain things like your inventory, certain things you access quite a bit. You push that button on the right and there you go. So, by the way, this was a, so this keyboard had different layouts. So like that right panel would come off and you would snap another one in over the top. And interchange it for different games. Yeah. (laughs) Our friend Jim still uses this as his primary keyboard all these years later. Yeah. I don't, I don't (laughs) use it anymore, but I do have it. So yeah, the, the Z board, uh, it is, it was USB, which is, uh, which is kind of neat. So, um, 
Yeah, no, I, I, um, uh, yeah, I Bingo, boom, shakalaka. Um, want to thank our buddy Tech Zone 707, 23 months, of course, our, uh, our good friend, Mr. Sean, who we're also, uh, missing this year, Brian, like, uh, like Green Man and Lance, yep. uh, not out at yep. a, uh, not out at a trade show. So that's my little, uh, my little thing on scum. I, I wish somebody else had shown up. I would have played longer. I played for about 40 minutes. Um, those games are only so much fun by yourself. Um, yeah. So we need to, we well, actually need I to get a group I, together and, and play. So I built, I built a computer for my girlfriend. And so we'll get that on there and then get it to where we all go in there and play. So I'll tell you what, it'll be fun. I think, I think this, this might be the closest to what we're looking for. And it already exists. That's what, yeah, that's what I've kind of been thinking too. It, just from the time that I played it before, it had so much of the features that worked very well. Uh, and the main thing it was missing at that time was base building, clan system. They have all and that. I, and it's got all that stuff now. Yeah. So it's like we haven't <clears throat> seriously played it since that happened. Yeah. Well, so I think it'd be a good go. time. That's my little report. Um, how much is scum? Um, Scum, I was going to look and see if it was on sale, but it, it's twenty nine ninety nine. Um, over the is that last the normal thir- price, it is. Um, over the last thirty days, it has seventy eight percent positive reviews. Overall, it's got mixed reviews. It had a rough launch, um, so they're going to be and, and and rightfully so. They deserve to have to deal with the, the ramifications of that. But the the recent reviews are what I find interesting. They've got almost eight hundred reviews over the last 30 days and 80% of them are positive. So to me, good. now I understand $30. You, this is a game you probably should add to your wish list, And the next time it goes on sale, you, you should purchase it. How about that? Yep, definitely. Cause I think, I think this one, as far as being a full featured game, it's the closest to the early access games for most of them that we've been playing. It's the closest to actually being complete. Yeah. It's more featured being than feature rich. It's more feature rich and more complete than Dead Side, than Dead Matter, um, than you know these mm-hmm. these games that are you know this, this by the way this is not a new game. This game has been yeah. out since 2018, so they've had at this point they're going on two plus years of in you know release development plus probably yeah. two years beforehand. So you know they, they are and and the, you know it's it's funny that we kind of did this with Russ too. It's not until you really play it. Do you realize, wow, this is, this is pretty legit. Um, but they've had, they've gone through the, 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 the pains of the first year or six months of development. They, they're way past yeah. that. So that a lot of that stuff is done. And they've got it to where it's fairly stable. They've got all the general features that you're looking for now implemented. Cause that's a problem when it first released, it was missing some of those core features. Uh, and now that it's got those, I, I think it's coming down to just people picking it up and discovering it again. Yep. Because it's got, there's so many games that are so much less uh, featured and, and polished and people are all putting on their hopes on that. There's a game that has all this and it's stable and it's got vehicles, built, uh, base building, you know, all the things that you're looking for is in it. So hopefully people give it a chance. And as Nick said, if it's on sale, pick it up. If you can get it for a discounted price, twenty nine ninety nine isn't horrible. But if you can nope. get it on sale, uh, definitely a good price. Yep, add it to your wish list. All right. So, are you ready to jump into some news here? Yeah. What do you got for me? 
Well, I uh, there was a little bit of news about your favorite stock, um, and so I thought I would just I would just mention this because I yes. know we're always keeping track of our our GameStop stock stonks and uh, it, yes. So they reported a larger than expected 27% sales drop and a wider adjusted loss for the second quarter amid the pandemic. So shares in the aftermarket trading dropped by as much as 6%. So the it did narrow down though. Um, it says the net loss narrowed to 111.3 million or $1.71 a share from 415 million or $4.15 a share uh, a year earlier. So a year earlier, uh, you know, it's a, it wasn't as bad of a loss as what they had last year. I'll tell you, and this. being in the pandemic, I would say that's not impressive. Th- you know, th- them having less of a loss during the <clears throat> pandemic is pretty good. Well, it's twofold though, right? Mm-hmm. Because there was a pandemic going on, a lot more people were working from home, working from home, aka yeah. sitting in their boxers <laughs> playing. <laughs> xbox or playstation all day just you know on you know logged into the computer touching it every 15 minutes or checking emails you had a lot of that i'm sure um so and you did see a huge uh, we, we talked about it on the show there was a huge video game sales spike in um yeah. uh april may june july that that time frame there's a huge spike in video game sales now i know yep. gamestop was closed the retail stores were closed for a period yeah. of time in certain states but their web presence, I don't, I, I didn't buy anything from, I haven't bought anything from them in years, but I presume that they were still shipping out orders and a lot of their yeah. games you can buy digitally. Um, so you can redeem yep. a digital copy of it. Now, I don't know what they make on a digital copy versus a physical copy, but uh, I'll say this, Brian, we joke about the games, GameStop stonks. I'm not going to say how much GameStop I bought because I don't want to brag. But my total, I know, and I'm, I'm saying this genuinely, my total mm-hmm. return on my GameStop stock is 90.86%, almost a 91% nice. return on my investment. I'm not going to say That's how much good. I bought. It was enough, though, that it, 100% return on my investment is a, is a good amount of money. So yeah. say what you want about the stonks on GameStop. I don't, per- I don't shop there. I did listen in on this call because I'm, a, you know, I'm an owner, Brian. <laughs> I'm an yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a high roller at GameStop. I've got, you know, hundreds of dollars well, think, worth of stock. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people playing video games and getting and getting a lot of hardware for certain games coming up. You know, there's that new uh, Star Wars game that's coming out that people are buying the controllers for. You know, like the flight controllers for Xbox and things like that. So I think that there's still definitely a market for it for people that want something right away, like a kind of those those purchases they're not willing to wait two days, maybe three days for. But I think for this, the fact that with what, three months probably of being closed, it was three months at the beginning of the year. I think they were closed. That's called. And then, and then to kind of come back and lower their, their loss down like this. I I think it's still, I don't think they're done. I, you know, I think that now that everything's opening up that they're going to continue on in some way. Uh, But, you know, we discussed last year, them possibly kind of changing up their their whole setup. I'm not sure if that's going to happen now with with the different mindset of the pandemic of people going out and hanging out down at a GameStop. Like that's I don't know if people are going to still be thinking that way of hey, go down. You know, because people seem to be anti going places and hanging out anymore. 
or people will be works. dying to do it to get out, you know, and that, then then they will. That, it could be the total opposite. You know, that's that's the um, that's kind of the thing here, Brian. There might be a very significant boomerang with these stores like GameStop. People are itching mm-hmm. to do something so, in a some lot of sort areas. Of social in, something. in person. And even if it's just to walk in, you know, out, there's a couple, I don't know if you've got them up there. There's a couple of like outdoor mall areas here. They're not actual malls, but they're a bunch of shops that are all interconnected through yeah. little roads and whatnot. Um, and that's, that's where the GameStop is that, I, that I've gone to in the past. I'll, I'll take a drive through there maybe this weekend and just see. I would imagine that a store like GameStop where they sell consumer, like, you know, there's mattress stores and suit stores and the same thing. People don't just go in and be like, oh, I'm going to go buy a new suit or oh, I'm going to go buy a new mattress. When they sell yeah. inexpensive consumer items, I would imagine those stores are going to have a huge... Now, obviously, a lot of people are financially impacted. I get it. But people still have money to spend. And I think you're probably yeah. going to see some sort of boomerang for stores like GameStop in the coming... Especially leading up to the holiday season. And by the way, I'll note to you, Brian... There are two brand new game consoles coming out in less than yeah. three months, four months. And you'll have a lot of people that will purchase that and then they'll want to go down to the store, you know, it, because Head Neophyte brings up a point. He says he has country internet. It's GameStop or several days downloading. I think we forget how many people don't yes. have gigabit internet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so when we get these new games, especially on the next gen consoles where the graphics are going to be even better, the game files are going to be even bigger. Uh, you're talking about 100 gigabyte downloads. For some people, that's just not doable. Or for Firebomb, who has the bandwidth cap, you know, they had they lifted the bandwidth cap for a period of time during the pandemic, but they're back in place again. You know, there's still use for for a lot of people for these GameStop locations just because the way that where they live or, you know, whatever they're doing, or they just want, want to go look, browse games, pick one out and just pick it up and go. Yeah. So um, I think, that, yeah, I think it'll be fine. The FCC estimates that almost 20 million people in the U S don't have broadband. Now that, that doesn't mean that doesn't necessarily mean they don't have access. That means some people just choose not to buy it. Um, but we know yeah. a couple of people in our gaming community, our friend UGX vibe, Brian, he's got, um, He's got bonded DSL, and when he downloads a Call yeah. of Duty, when he downloads a game like Call of Duty, it's a start the day before, let it run all day, yeah. all night, and then by the next night, it is playable. Um, yeah. And and I'll say this for consoles, while you and I may buy games digitally, you aren't buying your console digitally. And I don't know about you, Brian, but I don't, I don't think I would purchase. I don't know if I'm going to purchase the next gen consoles right away. I might. Um, but I would purchase them in person. I'd buy them at a GameStop, a Target, or a Walmart. I would not purchase them on Amazon. I don't. Yeah. I don't. First of all, there's going to be limited stock, so you really can't afford to have FedEx or UPS throw it like a goddamn frisbee across your yard and land on your front porch and have your console come all broken into a million pieces. Plus, that's something that I, I've always bought consoles in person. I don't know about like when you bought your Xbox and PlayStation. Did you buy those in person? Uh, so my latest, the Xbox, I went, I went down and bought it during the pandemic from Best Buy, where I had to stand yeah. in the parking lot, and they brought it out to me. So the, yeah. other than that, um, I did pick up my PS4 Pro. I went down because I got that bundled with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. And then I think the one before that, I don't remember if I 
bought it in person or ordered it. I don't remember my original one, but yeah. I yeah. think yeah, I think uh, a lot of consoles and a new, lot of consoles are going to be sold at GameStop. Head, Head Neophyte says uh, he was pointing. He said, "Didn't Sony just announce they're cutting the PS5 shipping numbers by four million due to chip constraints?" He says that's a lot. So I mean that that's another possibility too. There may be limited there supplies. And what they tend to do with these stores is get a certain number of them in stock, spread them out to co- throughout the country to where a store has a certain 25. number. Yeah. If, you, if you can get on the waiting list for that, you'll actually get one that night. If not, you know, you'll be waiting till everything is re-upped, which may be a couple of days or, you know, a week or two. Well, it, no, it'll be longer than that this year because you're also going to have Christmas. See, this is the releasing yeah, a console Which delays holiday. all the shipping. Well, it's not even delays the shipping, but you're going to have every Tom, Dick and Harry across the United States and, and Sally and Suzanne trying to buy Xboxes or PlayStation for their kids. For their kids Plus yeah. you and I adult as an adult, Brian also buying a video yeah. game console. Um, so it's, you're going to have the, uh, and a bunch of Karens. So, oh, I need to have it for my son. Yeah. Bitch get in the back of the line. I want to get one too. Your son's not any more important than me get in the back of the line. That's what I say. I, I, ain't got, I don't have time for Your son's not any more important. <laughs> no I, don't, time for- I, don't, I don't care. I don't care if your seven-year-old wants a damn Xbox PS5. I don't care. I want one too. It's more. Hey, we're adults. We're more important. That's all you gotta yeah. say. Oh, your or your stupid kid isn't gonna get it. Well, he well he can play Fortnite on the <laughs> Xbox One. Bullshit. That's <laughs> what it is. So yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll let's let's move on here a little bit. Uh, so <laughs> there was another announcement this week, and I don't know how many people will know what this is, but NVIDIA purchased a company called Arm. Yes. And Arm makes a lot of chips. They make a lot of those little mobile portable types of devices. Most usually when there's a chip in that, it's an Arm chip. So those really lightweight, you know, something that's running uh, like a micro type of computer. And so, uh, the, Raspberry Pi's, for example, and they bought it for $40 billion, just to kind of give you an idea of how big of a company this is. Uh, this is, yeah, $40 billion. And the, it says they're investing even more in AI to become a chip behemoth. So, you know, they're, they've got some sort of plan they're working on. Uh, I don't know. There's got to be some technology in ARM's chips that they want. What? that they're hoping to use but this is a this is a pretty big deal you know as far as arm chips hopefully they continue to be good quality because arm chips have tend to be they're how very widely used they're one of the most widely used micro or type, smaller chips in the uh the world yeah they are um you know people forget about arm you think in intel amd for consumer products, if you're building a gaming computer, you're going Intel mm-hmm. or AMD. But I don't, I don't know what ARM's. I don't know if you could look it up, Brian. I don't know what ARM's market cap is. But if you're buying, um, in a lot of cases, any sort of Raspberry Pi or BeagleBone or any sort of little development computer, that's going to be running an ARM chip. If you're buying um, some some Chromebooks and netbooks are running ARM now. Um, they're really all Chromebooks because mm-hmm. the the, the Chrome well, those, in, those those uh, internet you know, IOTC devices. Yeah, a lot of those run those little ARM chips. Yeah, even your something like a smart fridge, if you have one, m- probably has an ARM chip running the Android instance that's running on it. Any smart device that has logic is probably there's a good chance 
they're you're, they're using a low powered ARM chip because they're so cheap, they're crazy efficient in terms of power, and they're mm-hmm. pretty widely well they're pretty widely used. I tried to do a project with an ARM chip this week, and I was blown away with the compatibility with x86 based applications because it is not x86 based. It is it is yeah. it is different. Um, I was blown away with the compatibility between x86 some x86 excuse me some x86 based projects have arm branches of them that i was pretty impressed with it it has a large large share i don't know what it is but they've got a large share yeah and i mean there were their market cap of 12 billion usd and i'm trying to think of when this was or i'm trying to see when this i mean this is back in 2012 gotcha so i mean They've grown since then. I'm trying to find where their current is. I, I think it's closer. Yeah, I'm just. I'm not sure if it's uh, 31 billion, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm 32 billion. Okay, it's 32 billion. 32.41 billion is their current market cap. So That's pretty impressive. And they got bought for 40. <laughs> and they, yeah, and they just got bought. So you know, but that's the thing is, they know that they're going to use probably. I would assume they're looking to release something NVIDIA that they're going to need a lot of chips. They were already using some of the, their chips in their devices, like their shield mm. devices. Okay. So for them, it just makes sense if they want to have total control over the whole thing. If you ever hear a chip that's called like a Cortex or you know, they have a couple different ones, uh, those are usually ARM chips. So I so thought I would mention it because I'm sure we'll start seeing going forward here something related to gaming uh, with with this chip process uh, purchase so yeah and it really was like the raspberry pi was like the first device was one of the first devices that you could buy and actually play with that brought these arm chips to popularity now if you scour github brian lots of mm-hmm. applications write specific versions for the raspberry pi which means yep. that they're arm-based applications or have an arm-based branch which is which is cool because i didn't realize this arms Arm has been around since 1985. Um, yeah. They didn't really become probably now, anything for the last 10 years. I'd say is when they got real you know, cooking with, with gas, probably in the last 10 years or so. And NVIDIA, you know, PH to bring up NVIDIA really wants to destroy AMD, you know, but I, they do. <laughs> so one thing, ATI, ATI, which is AMD, is kind of like their competitor in the video chip world. And so you never know what they're what they're trying to go for because we just re- recently got news about how AMD is kind of stomping Intel. So we, you know AMD is kind of taking that PC chip market and running with it. Uh, makes you wonder if they're you know and Nvidia really controls the the video card market. Oh, it yeah. really makes me wonder if they're trying to just totally control the market and kind of run ATI and all the other ones out of it because the, Nvidia really controls everything at this moment you know any major video card uh if you're if you're a serious gamer i don't hear people saying oh i'm gonna get that latest ati video card i just don't hear it i don't even know what i've heard it for a long time what's it the r9 the last card that i've heard of was the r9 something uh, i i yeah i've not heard of anybody using amd ati cards is that the, i think that's the, the current i think they're they're like the on. rx 580s or or I don't, or the F5700. I don't know what the current ones are, but I don't even know. The fact that we don't even know should show you 
when we can talk all about all these NVIDIA chipsets and, and cards. Uh, so I, yeah, they're definitely, I think they're poising themselves because they realize they're in a really good spot in the market because they're the go-to card. And you know what, if they can, they can sell as many cards as they can make is what it seems like. It seems like they're always shorthanded. Oh, they so. will be. These 3000 series cards, you're going to have to move heaven and earth to get your hands on one of these things. These things are going to, you think it's going to yeah. be hard to get an X-Gen console? Good luck trying to get a 36 or 30 or 37 or 3800 chip or uh, GPU. Yep. Good luck. Good. <laughs> Good luck to yeah. you, sir. All right, so so that's that's Nvidia. We'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll see what that co- comes out of that. But um, now we had talked about about a couple of weeks ago the TikTok deal. I, don't, I know we had mentioned it a little yes, bit. Yes, we have. But the government's making TikTok sell, uh, and sell the U.S. Of operations some, of TikTok. They had to sell the U.S. operations because you know they weren't allowing because it, it is China controlled. Uh, now there was a deal that was reached. People were talking about Microsoft possibly buying it. A couple different companies. And it's kind of strange, but Oracle has reached a deal and they will be purchasing uh, they will be purchasing TikTok. And you don't usually think of Oracle as this type of a company. They do mostly business dealings uh, and de- dealing with databases and everything else, but they're going to be purchasing TikTok. So Did you- that, uh, I, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know. I don't, I don't think of that- Oracle as this kind of a company. Did you know that TikTok runs on 80 million devices worldwide now? Oh, does it? Yeah. I mean, you don't remember that Java Java install message? Java runs on 70 million devices, 80 million devices. TikTok runs on 80 million devices. (laughs) DVD players. I mean, after Apple Apple kicked out Java and then kicked out everything, I mean, then Android quit quit using it. Like, uh, there's not very many things using it anymore. No, but, it's, it's, all right, uh, so you'd, you'd be surprised. It's still pretty well used in the business world. Yes, it is. Lots of old well, Sun products C-Sharp, still exist. One thing is Microsoft made, a lot of people don't realize, Microsoft made a programming language called C-Sharp, which is yep. very much a lot like Java. Uh, but much it doesn't require, it doesn't work in the same way. Java had to have its own kind of process to run it, and it had to be in its own little environment it was kind of a pain so they got away from that so, but there are still people who use java just because it's been around for so long and it runs on so many things well uh, and there's a lot of legacy stuff still sitting out there they do a lot of SaaS, and they're doing something right because they have one hundred and forty-five thousand employees so they're not a company that doesn't make any products so i mean oracle is people don't think of oracle like they do microsoft and apple and these other big tech companies Oracle is just as big of a player. They're just don't, they're not in the public space of play. They're mostly in business stuff. So, I mean, they're, yeah, they're a big Sun, company. I mean, they bought Sun. Sun was huge. Everything used Sun. Mm-hmm. Everybody used Sun Microsystems for everything. Web servers. And, and they purchased uh, MySQL as yes, well. Yes, they did. Which, yeah. that, which was the other, I mean, there's Microsoft's uh, SQL Server. And then there was My, MySQL, and then there's Oracle's databases. So they pretty much com- they bought the only other competitor to Microsoft. And so MySQL is used an idea. everywhere. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. And, and anything Linux. I mean, there are variations of it, and they've come up with other things, but it's pretty much the same. MariaDB. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what it's pretty much using now. <laughs> All right. Um, now, since we're talking about Microsoft a little bit, 
uh, there was some rumors about Microsoft purchasing Bungie. Now, Bungie, they're the ones who make Destiny 2 um, and some other games. But they were uh, they were supposed to be purchasing them, or there was r- rumors going around that they were going to be purchased uh, by Microsoft. And Bungie is denying those rumors. So uh, Destiny's been very successful. You know, they've been releasing... They just got they got out of a contract in the last year. Well, I'm trying to remember who it was with. Well, but it's funny because Microsoft owned Bungie until 2007 mm-hmm. or 2008 yep, or something like they, that for the first couple for until Halo Three maybe or something around that. Yeah, and now th- now they're gonna buy them back essentially. Well, they want to. Yeah, um, or is that what it looks? But like? we'll see. Yeah. I mean, there may be they may be still trying to keep it quiet for longer, but uh, currently they're kind of their own, their own group, you know, own company. But supposedly they're looking at and this was this is probably something that got leaked out that wasn't ready for the public yet, and there so there is pro- there is a chance that this is still active, and of course they're going to say you know, hey, there's we've not, that we've not said that or however they word it, but uh, I think that there is a possibility. But he did say so. On Twitter, the uh, I think he's the CEO of Bungie said this is false. That's all he said. <laughs> so maybe not. I don't know. I mean, that's pretty. There, there's not very much legal uh, legal lingo in there to make you think that he's dancing around anything. It's pretty cut and you know cut and dry. So we'll see. Yes, uh, very interesting. All right. Do you have a preference? I mean, I got some other things we can go through if you're if you're good to go. Yeah, I was just I was just reading. Yeah, no, you no, you're. I, I just saw a tweet that said Bill Gates died, and it it's Bill Gates Senior. It's his father. His, his so, dad. Yeah. So I I read that and I was I was uh, a little uh, a little little taken aback. Brian, can you can you refresh? I'm hearing a. Do you hear like a? Sure. A, I hear like a. It sounds like a fan is running like a like a weird static sound. Sounds like it's coming from. Nope, it's, I'll it's refresh not, though. It, yeah, yeah. See, see if you see if you would. Um, well, I, no, I still hear it. I don't know where that's coming from. Uh, odd. Um, so yeah, that is um, that is Microsoft and Bungie and some things going on with um, with that. Razor. What what do we have going on from them? Apparently, so, a bunch of info <laughs> was leaked. Yeah, so the Razor, Razor had about 100,000 accounts where their information, addresses, and phone numbers. Now, the, if you have some sort of a credit card linked to a Razor account, that was not linked, leaked. So don't worry about that. But there will be addresses and phone numbers that were leaked. And so uh, this is something that it was August 18th is when they started getting exposed. Uh, and so they they found this. There was a a report done by a cybersecurity company saying mm-hmm. that they resolved the problem on September 9th. So from August 18th to September 9th is when this was open and the information was being, or the breach happened. So uh, not the end of the world, just because it's not any kind of passwords, credit card information or anything like that. But you know, you'll, you'll get people that are getting more, uh, spam calls i mean this is going into a database that's then being sold to people with addresses of people and phone numbers of people and so if you do have an account there you may be getting more spam calls than usual or more junk mail than usual so uh staples 
had a leak as well. I was reading that today about uh, so they said non-critical user data got only you know they always say that, but uh, yeah. yeah, they had they had a they had a pretty big breach as well. So things well, and generally most of these companies will encrypt a lot of the data in the database that is very uh, highly risky, sensitive. like yeah, credit card information, account numbers, passwords, things like that, account numbers. Uh, but these other things, they don't bother salting. They don't, they don't bother encrypting them. So these are the things that generally get leaked. Now, the ones you really hear about are the ones that aren't doing proper due diligence. <laughs> and then they're leaving passwords unencrypted in the database and credit card numbers unencrypted in the database. Those are the ones you usually hear about and are very bad situations. But things like this probably happen a lot more than we realize. Uh, you know, and if you if you don't want your information leaked on the internet, quit using the internet that'll be the well, one solution this also of course is a good reason to use a password manager um have and, a different password for every single site yep um yep. and then you know i use uh i don't know if you've ever heard of it brian privacy.com it's a mm-hmm. credit card service so you uh, not a credit card service it's a card service you link it to your bank account and you can mm-hmm. generate cards oh temp- like temporary uh, credit you, you, card numbers you can, you can do temporary cards you can do permanent cards so like for example i pay no, not a, not a sponsor um i uh i pay like 15 or 20 dollars a month for web hosting i've got a credit card through privacy.com that is allows to that. 25 dollars a month worth of transactions so if in fact that card was to get lost in the breach from them the most somebody could charge, even if they hadn't hit the, the limit for that month, would be $25. If they had already paid hmm. for the service, it would be $5. It's a cool service. It's free. They make their yeah, money on the transactions. It. It's called privacy.com. Not a sponsor. Yeah. They sponsor other people, but not, not us. Um, yeah. so, hey, maybe we could change that, I'm sure. Hey, you got to start <laughs> somewhere. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Make, use a password manager and then use something like, uh, like privacy, privacy.com. There was a pretty crazy announcement um, yesterday, Brian, that mm-hmm. IKEA is teaming up with Asus ROG, Republic of Gamers, to do something. Gaming furniture. Now, I almost all of the furniture in my house is from IKEA. My couch, my bed, my side tables, my, uh, my little table next to my nightstand chairs the chair i sat in for this show for two plus years was a was a was a an ikea chair See, i've this never is been very, to ikea i i though i close ikea is like four and a half hours from here it's a real trek yeah, to go out my there. closest one's in utah well my closest one's in charlotte and it's a long ass drive um and yeah. i've done that trip in one day before it is a long day to buy you know a 28 dollar couch or whatever whatever they're selling um, but yeah, this is an interesting little, uh, little combination here. So they're going to be working on a line of gaming products that are around gaming. Now it, it is very popular. If you've watched people like, um, Linus tech tips or Jay's two cents or some of these other guys, especially the guys out in the West coast where there's a couple of Ikea's, a lot of their desk setups that they build and they show off in their videos is, are using, a lot of Ikea furniture, especially those Ikea tabletops, uh, which mm-hmm. are relatively inexpensive or even the Ikea desks. So um, they've got a couple prop 
popular products are their LAC tables. Their LAC tables are super popular. Um, and they're used a lot, especially they seem to be more prop- popular out in the West Coast. But do you, th- first of all, what do you think of this? And do you see more, um, do you see more of Ikea is a store that regular people shop at. So is it, people, is, okay. Is the reason that people shop at Ikea is because the, is affordable? Is it because it's good quality furniture no. or is there like a, well, what is it? it why, why it, do people it, go to Ikea? Cause well, I've never been all, to one. I can't tell you. They have the best Swedish meatballs ever. That is one of the huge reasons that people shop at Ikea. Their food court is phenomenal. Um, okay. they've got a so wide four and variety, a half hours, five hour drive for, some Swedish meatballs for meatballs okay. that have been boiling in God knows how long gravies has been. Um, it is very affordable. It is yeah. cheap. It's that it's that, uh, M, not MDF foam, but the, uh, the, you know, the wood that is shaved wood that they mold. It's, it, it's, it's cheap screw together furniture. It lasts. Yeah. It's good quality stuff, but it's cheap. It's not, you know, it's some like something like particle board. Yeah. So they've got that. Plus, they they sell literally everything, and they sell the weirdest crap, and it's very cheap. So, so, but that not with side, my regular people shop at this store. Mm-hmm. ROG is not a regular person thing. Regular people do not know what ASUS yeah, ROG but, is. But the thing is, is you got to think of who they're aiming for. There's a lot of people that are console gamers, right? <laughs> that they have a console, they play madden and they play all these games that you know but they don't do anything else they don't really talk to anybody else when they walk through this store and they see something that we know a lot about you know we we see these things online all the time the the gamer chairs and you know maybe desks that are specialty desks i think they'll get a lot of people that will walk by it and be like oh that's cool you know and and just if it's affordable enough I think they'll get a lot of people that buy it that aren't the average customer, the ones that are going online and searching. Most of the things you find on the Amazon, it's a real, it's a crapshoot on whether or not it's going to be quality yeah. or whether or not, you know, whether the picture is anything close to the, the actual product. I think with this, your only other, what other options do you have? Walmart, they're not going to have, they have two or three things now, actual desks or chairs, you know, things that would go in an office in the whole store and there's where else do you go to buy stuff like this? That isn't a really expensive furniture store. The only other alternative is buying it online. So I think there's a lot of people because a lot of people like to go and actually see something, especially furniture before they buy it just because of the big risk of purchasing online. Yeah. So I think personally, I think they'll do very well with it because I don't, I think it's a market that the only reason that it's not much more common is because people have made it such a pain to actually purchase things for you know, it's kind of fancier gaming hardware or hardware and, and equipment. I think it'll be cool to. Now, I hope it's not just like a ripoff where they take an, like a, an already existing $50 table, slap an ROG logo on it. And now it's yeah. $300, which to agree, pointing happen. out like all these parents buying this stuff for their kids, you know, because their kids want to be a Twitch streamer and they want to <laughs> be like whoever it is on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Like the, those people, they'll, I want a chair. And then imagine if you get. Yeah, only uh, a loser did, would buy a gaming chair. What kind of stupid jackass would buy a gaming chair? I know. I, I bought a lazy boy. Yeah. Uh, only a stupid jackass would buy a gaming chair. <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I don't know anybody that would do that. 
So I, I do think I think there is a market for this. <laughs> yeah, there and is. I if, just, I, for I me, if, if I had a choice, like I'm, I'm looking to go eventually here get a new desk pretty soon. It's it, I I don't like shopping on Amazon for a desk. Build your I own. bought this. Uh, huh? Build your Build own. Build my own. You can. Do yeah, it. I could. You should. I could do that. This this one I bought. I bought this back in like 2005 from Walmart. Oh, the one I'm using right now. The thing is built like a tank. It's particle board, but it's thick. Yeah. You can't get these ones anymore. They don't make them. They don't, they don't sell ones like this at Walmart anymore. You'd be surprised. Uh, Judd was joking earlier about Staples, but Staples and Office Max and Office Depot, that's the desk that I'm using now. The main mm-hmm. desk is there. I built the addition. My father and I built the addition. But yeah, if you want like actual office furniture, those Office Depot and Office Max, and you can buy local. I'll check it out because cool. that's the thing. Yeah. I, I wanted to get a new desk so I can kind of rearrange a little bit. But you go to Walmart and it's just, it's the, their particle board has gotten to where that's that thick. You know, it's yes, just, it's, yeah. It, it, you can't, you got to worry about flexing your desk too much and the thing's going to fall apart. Yeah. I bought a little desk for behind me. You can't see it here. It's where my ham radio stuff is. It might be three quarters of an inch thick on the top. It might be three quarters of an inch thick. Yeah. It's, it is. And it, I mean, it was like $35. So I'm not complaining. I bought a cheap desk because yeah. I, I needed a cheap desk for over there. But, yeah, it's not. But I not want some, I want something that's going to last because I, I don't want to have to tear this thing out and replace it every five yeah. years. You want to screw a microphone arm into it, and not have it crush the. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and not have to break board. apart. <laughs> you see, <laughs> you see my mic arm just kind of flop to the side one day. I was like, oh, it just ripped out the top of the desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is uh, that is uh, that's IKEA and ASUS ROG. All right. Uh, so I was doing a little bit of follow up on some news that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks and that's with epic versus apple uh there was a a four minute interview by npr of uh, of sweeney and so if you're interested in that it's four minutes you can listen to it we'll have a link to it uh i don't know that we need to go into too many details because it's a lot of the information that we've already discussed uh as far as the 30 percent you know cut that they're asking for and how they he doesn't think that's fair uh, and so I think that, uh, I, you know, one thing they, they do talk about in here is his Lamborghini and Ferrari collection. Um, he's know, got things so like that. Money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's complaining about 30%, but he's, you know, he has a, a fondness for Lamborghinis and Ferraris. And now he says he sold most of them, but he still has his convertible Corvette, you know? Hi, this is NPR and we're here with Tim Sweeney who you may know is the owner and creator of Epic Game Studios in Cary, North it. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what it sounds like. So, uh, so we'll, we'll have a link to that. We don't, we don't really need to go into it, uh, but I think that some people, if you're interested in that story, to hear a full, a little bit longer length than, because most of the stuff is happening in tweets now. Yes. <laughs> if you want something over that many characters and actually hear the whole his whole opinion, you can do that through late this night. As people speculate, late night drunk tweets is as some of yep. as some people have claimed. Um say you start wars. Yeah, it's tr- true. Uh Brian, we're about an hour into the program. Do you have a game giveaway for the uh wonderful listeners? Yeah, I'll have to get it going here. So All right. give me a minute. Well, I, while Brian does that, we are gonna have to say F and pay respects to our friends. Origin. EA has announced that they are renaming Origin to the EA desktop app. So I don't know if you've got a 40, Brian, 
but you're gonna have to pour it out for our friend for our friends over at our friends over mm -hmm. at EA. Not pouring all uh, over my floor here. Sorry, <laughs> too many. I got a hard drive right here in, yeah. a, in the case. So, so they are uh, they are renaming it. Um, I can't say this is shocking. Um, Origin has been a pimple on the ass of video gamers for years now, similar mm -hmm. to uh, Uplay and some of these other services. And over the past few months, I, Brian, we've talked about this. Over the past few months, EA has been bringing all of their games. They brought their new EA Access service or whatever it's called to Steam. Yeah. And I think they have finally realized there is just no point in trying to compete. Yes, they're going to lose a lot more because Steam, of course, takes a larger percentage. But maintaining the servers, maintaining the friends list, and just dealing with the BS is just not worth it. And I think the fact that they're now calling it the EA desktop app means that it's likely going to transform into, yes, you can play games. If you Probably had just a purchase games. portal at that point. It might be. It might have some utilities in it. It might do something like... um. Uh, what is that? So, like that? What a cursed, like that software that Twitch cursed, bought. Yeah, cursed With mods and everything. Yep, it might be. It might turn into that. The fact that they've got rid of Orig the name Origin makes me think that they're pretty much done selling games on it. Because EA well, desktop and, app does not indicate video games are being sold. And I also think this is something that we're going to be facing coming coming to Epic and and Steam and all these places having these games separately. One thing we've discussed: what about mods? How do you deal with mods on certain products? Right now, Steam handles all the mods, and there's a marketplace for mods, and works really well. Developers develop, but developers are not going to want to have to maintain, especially if players are playing together. You have to have the mods on an online game to the same version. So I think they're going to have to come up with another way of handling mods inside of games. That if they're going to have an Epic version of the game and a Steam version of the game that isn't purely handled by Steam. So this would make more sense where in the game, maybe the company is handling the mods at this point and having one central mod database uh, because even, even with the console games, the console games are now allowing mods. Like you can play uh, Skyrim and install the same mods that you can on PC on a console. I think you're going to start seeing these companies, if they allow mods in their game, they're going to have to start doing that themselves if they want to have equal access across all marketplaces because it's it's the problem is it's not them making the mods usually it is other it's people making mods and then if you spread it out between three four five different places you're not going to have a cohesive environment for modding you know it, it makes your product look bad uh and that's where skyrim looks so good because skyrim has come up with a way to make it to where all these really popular mods doesn't matter if you're playing on pc doesn't matter if you're playing on console you can install the exact same mods across all of them I think that that's going to be the standard going forward. And maybe this is a hint at that. Maybe they'll provide those types of services, the things that all the, the different platforms need to access equally uh, and provide that through that service. Agreed. I think uh, Uplay has got to be next. Yeah. Um, trying to think who, obviously Riot's got their own, but they're a little bit different. Um, I mean, that's a launcher for one game pretty much. Yeah. Right? Um I, I, I think Origin and Uplay are the only two large ones that yeah, are left. Yeah. Besides, you know, obviously um, Battle.net, but that, again, those games are incredibly popular. 
yeah. Origin and Uplay have had a terrible time trying to get market share, terrible time trying to get people to use it. The reason I haven't played Battlefield, I own a whole bunch of them, is because I just, your Origin, every time I don't know what my damn password is, it's yeah. sending me a recovery email to God only knows what email address I used when I created my Origin account when I was 11 years old. It's it's just a it's just a big pain in the ass. So yep, it's a it's it's a good a good funeral to be at, Brian, for uh for, for origin. Very good. Well, we'll see we'll see what they end up doing with it. Uh, it. But definitely, as you said, sounds like they're kind of making it less of a gaming app. Uh, you know, as yeah. far as selling games and more of just a place to manage something with their games. So, all right, uh, you ready for this this game giveaway? Yeah, what do you got for us? Okay, so if you uh, exclamation point giveaway in chat, and I'm going to be giving away a copy of uh, Golf with Friends, and this is a game that I know you enjoy quite a bit. Yes. Um, It is one that we've actually played a decent number of, a couple times here. Probably one of the better multiplayer golf, mini golf type apps that we've had. Party games, yeah. Yeah, it's a party game style. So it's currently $14.99 on Steam. And we'll be giving away a copy of this. But if you're interested in it, exclamation point giveaway. And then we will give this away before the end of the show here in about an hour. Now, last week on the program, we mentioned that Conan Exiles had a graphic out that said something. It was a date or a time or something like that. It was Mm -hmm. a GIF and it said, you know, uh, something coming soon. And we weren't really sure what that was, but what it is, is a massive expansion, Brian. Um, yes. It's, it's called now, the- And we also mentioned that they, they had been purchased by Tencent, right? Yes. Which I would assume part of the motivation of them purchasing prior to this announcement is, hey, we're doing a huge expansion. No one knows about it yet. Purchase us now. I bet you, you know, the stock price, whatever value of the company is going to rise dramatically after this because you know this is their biggest expansion they've done since release yes and they did a free weekend with it as well um it's called the isle or isles of sipta or sipta not sure how it's exactly pronounced um but what we do have is a well we've got an announcement and then a trailer which one should we show first the, the, the I announcement mean, trailer? so do the first one the first link uh, and then the second one's very short. There's just music, okay. uh, but gotcha. it just has some visuals. Mainly some visuals is what I wanted to see in the second one. All right, let's take a look at it. A brand new massive free, I forgot to mention that, free DLC for Conan Exiles. The Isle of Sipta introduces a whole new way of playing Conan Exiles. With new environments, creatures, mounts, and new materials for the cities of your dreams. Explore dark dungeons and uncover the mysteries of the island's black heart. Shipwreck starving and thirsty you must learn to survive on the mysterious isle of sipta explore the landscape from wreck strewn beaches and hidden coves to dense forests 
and ancient ruins. Fight the savage beasts that inhabit the island. Scout the island on horseback or charge headlong into the fight on the back of the new rhinoceros. Salvage shipwrecks to build your first shelter and take advantage of mighty redwoods for added protection. But beware, for a vicious storm rages at the heart of the island and otherworldly horrors stalk within. Traveling or building within the storm will attract the attention of powerful enemies from the outer void. Inspired by the ancient structures of the island, you can construct a mighty fortress and strike forth from a bastion of strength. In the struggle for dominance with other castaways, you will need thralls to fuel your war machine. Unlocking the mysteries of the island are the keys to its domination and the key to getting thralls. Explore and fight your way through ancient vaults, the last bastions of the elder races, and uncover their knowledge. In the depths of the vaults, you will discover great treasures and sigils of power. Surges of wild sorcery erupt from the Black Tower at the heart of the island, which summon groups of humans to the island. You must defeat many enemies before you can capture some as thralls, but be ready to defend yourself from challengers. The battle for control will be ruthless, and only the strongest will survive. Well, damn. I mean, that... <laughs> now, I don't... I sh wow. I thought it was... I, I didn't think it was free. I thought it was nineteen ninety nine. Right. Are you are you showing it uh, as free? Yeah, I might, I might be retarded. Um, yeah, no, it's I just, not I, free. I thought it was paid for, but yeah. Yeah, sure I, I got confused with the title. Thing. It says free weekend, and... I'm showing... I'm showing... Conan Island of Sipta for nineteen ninety nine. Okay, then which I'm wrong. The, which requires Conan Exile. So I was making sure they weren't selling okay. it as its own. No, pack, you're right. But, I, I mis yeah. I misread the title. Fake news. Um, it is not free. Disregard everything I said. Um, <laughs> it so it seems to me. $20 for a DLC like this is a lot, Brian. Um, now, we've I mean, it really been... depends on how much they're providing with it. I mean, how much of it is... I mean, it's kind of similar to what ARK has been doing it, with, it, with these expansions. Yeah, and I've never... And I haven't been a fan of those. I have never criticized Conan for their DLCs. Their DLCs have... For the, for the uh, uh, visual things, have always been well-priced, 
not necessary to buy and really was a, if I want this item, it's reasonably priced. I'm not saying 1999 isn't reasonably priced, but it, it's a big DLC. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't yeah. buy it, but for me, I have never purchased any of the arc DLCs specifically because I just don't like, I, I don't like that, that the way that they do that. I don't, I don't like the price. Um, and I, I kind of feel the same way with this. I'm sure it's a great DLC. Conan is a really fun game, but a $20 DLC on a $20 game that I bought. Yeah. Seems kind of, just release Conan too. Or something. Yeah. It's something that's based on that lore that maybe it, is a little it, bit it, different. Like it just, it, 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 it always kind of rubs me the wrong way when right now the game is $13, but the DLC is 20. Yeah. It's, so, it's do you want to hear? Thing. Some, it's a. It's a. Do you want to hear some reviews issue. of people as far as features of it? Sure, kind of people's I'd love input. To. All right. So uh, here's some first impressions from a person, um, and they say first. First of all, the map size is decent. Okay. It feels different from the old map, like playing a totally different game. Some places look incredibly cool, but the map feels so empty. The middle side of the map is just empty plains. Biomes feel the same. It's like there are only two distinct biomes, regular biome and tower biome. The other type of biomes are just small, like very small sub-biomes. This is a PvP map, no joke. Open plains, no naturally spawning thralls, forcing every person to be in the surge spot. For PvPers, this map is a godsend, but people like me who like to play solo or PvE-style servers, it's gonna be anno- it can be annoying. Uh, the armor, he says, looks looks good, but some of it feels out of place. You know, kind of based on the the look they're going for. Uh, the rhino mounts mostly buggy. Um, you know, they're pretty much a fat horse with a horn. Mobs, <laughs> the, some of them look really cool. Mo- most new mobs are great additions to the game. Only a few mobs are actually new. The others are reskins. I saw a shiny blue spider from far away. It was looking great. I came closer to check it out. Disappointed by seeing a reskinned spitter spider. Uh, most mobs feel like they're out of place. You can find any mob in any biome. They don't have specific areas. Most of them, anyways. Mobs keep bugging out. Too many new, too not too new for the game. But in the expansion, they can't. You know, they keep getting stuck in things. And he keeps saying, "Yeah, there's no naturally spawning thralls." which they're not happy about. So that's just one person who's played a lot of the base game and giving their opinions of this initial DLC. It's it's got uh, 65% of the reviews are positive. So that's in the steam mixed category. As of now, Mm -hmm. it it's only, it only came out today. Um, So there's only 90 reviews and there's only so much time you can put But again, those points, you don't need to put on a lot of time to see, Hey, it's a it's a reskin. Now, what I find odd I, that doesn't really bother me, Brian, because the, what they've done with all of their other DLC is essentially the same thing. They just yeah reskin them. Well, but the again, other DLCs it, are skins. I mean, they've been skins up to this point, right? Yeah, every single other I, one has been purely skins. This is the first one with a totally new map and everything else. And I think this has a lot to do with price. A lot of these mm-hmm. other DLCs were five or ten dollars, and I know you say, "Oh, well, this one's only nineteen. There's a big jump 
in what $10 will get you and what $20. Again, this is for me. I'm not saying this is for everybody. This is just me personally. When I look at something, oh, it's only $10, fine. $20, I'm in kind of another realm. I'm expecting yeah. to get, I, I don't know how almost to articulate it. Almost a whole new game. Well, I, because I, you can buy you can. games for 20 bucks, you, flat yeah. out games. Yeah, you can. And, and that maybe that's where it comes from. I'm not opposed to buying DLC. I've never been opposed to buying DLC. Um, I bought my fair share. Just something about a $20 DLC on a game that is on sale for $13 and like 70 cents right now kind of mm-hmm. irks me. Yeah. And actually, I think we need to say, you and I didn't even pay for this game. I think we got free copies. So take that for what it's worth, but it's still not cha- yeah, it still doesn't change my I remember. I know at least one of us got free copies. I don't remember if... Yeah, we I both think did, I got a free copy. Because we played it earlier. Yeah. But, and, and, but it still doesn't change my opinion because you just, you look at, you look at what a game is worth. And if you buy the, if you buy this game at full price and this DLC, you're looking at $50. Now it's yeah. a very good game. I'll say that over and over again. Conan is probably one of the more most, I would say Conan and Ark Brian are probably the two, the, in terms of games that we talk about, are probably the are, are probably the two top games. I can't think of anything else that's quite as polished and plays yeah. as well as Conan and Ark. So don't take, I'm not a Conan hater. A $20 DLC just really rubs me the wrong way. Release well, another it, game. It, it, and it would need to be so fresh, like, and have so much, unique, and from what I'm hearing, I mean, there are some things that are cool, but it sounds like there's also <clears throat> a lot of reskins yeah. That, you know, to take shortcuts that you use to kind of get the product out. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, what I would like to see more is more single player content, like quests and things that kind of treat it more like a game that you can play. Because this is less likely being that it's a DLC. Just because people have the base game, that means there's a lot of people that don't have this DLC. And so it really cuts down on the number of people that can join you and play. So I don't know. I just... That's one thing about Conan that I that would be cool is to have a little bit more content that if you don't have someone else to play with, you have something that other than just running around and building stuff for yourself, stuff that kind of carries you along a little bit. And that's something it doesn't really have. It has a, yeah. its initial quest system to help you build things, kind of what we were discussing earlier. But it doesn't have a continuing system that's taking through and telling you story as much. That I think if you're going to do a paid DLC use it as an opportunity to get a lot of lore out there and get some cool information that a lot of your fans will really enjoy. Don't just say, Oh, we wanted another map. Here you go. And charge $20 for it. Cause you could have done that under the base map for free or for five bucks, even for a, a yeah. map. So we'll see. See, uh, so, you know, it just came out today. So we'll see in the next couple of weeks if people take to it or for, you know, if we'll see the steam ratings, either it's going to tank you know, it's right now it's mixed. Either it's going to tank, uh, or you know, maybe it'll recover after an initial patch is out, or or after people start playing it and actually discover some more unique things that may be in the game that they haven't discovered yet. Yeah. So, um, very cool. New DLC again. Sorry, I misspoke. It is not free. It is nineteen ninety nine. Um, but it appears to be well featured enough for at least sixty five percent of people thus far. So, if you're a big Conan well, fan. I'm- uh, I'm just going to call you the master of segues because there is a game that is going free to play uh, Rocket League. 
It has oh. been announced. Rocket League is going free to play. And so it's going to go free to play. Uh, we, we mentioned that it might be happening, okay. um, but it wasn't official yet. Gotcha. But uh, it's going to go free to play on the Epic Game Store next <laughs> week. So if you don't wow. own it, um, and then there is a trailer if you want to play that really quick. This is uh, more of, hey, here is a uh, here's Rocket League. Uh, I don't know they, what are they going to say for free to play, <laughs> other than I don't know. It's free to play. It's pretty much Rocket League, and it's free to play. But here's a uh, here's a trailer for it that has some pretty cool action. If you don't know about Rocket League, this will give you a good idea of what it feels like. Copyright claim on the YouTube channel. Gonna try to talk so yeah. it doesn't grab. Copyright claim. Don't register it. Please don't register my copyright claim. <laughs> Where's my bullhorn? <laughs> oh yeah, I might out there. Right? <laughs> yeah, not a copyright claim. Definitely no, not no. music in the background. You, you won't believe how many times that I've opened up the bullhorn gun. This is not a video that you should be watching. This is not a copyright claim. Do not tag this YouTube. It is not a copyright claim. We are not playing copy claim material. We never have done that on the program. Thank you very never. much. Never have we ever done that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank Christ. I, I, I didn't leave mine within reach. Darn it. <laughs> <sighs> Jonesy's already reported it. Pre, pre report. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Jonesy. Um, yeah, that's Rocket League. Hey, we- uh, we do all the best. Uh, yeah, we, we do all the best cinematic trailers on here. So, so yes, Rocket League free to play uh, on the twenty third, which uh, shall be here. And it says, well, I thought it says twenty third on there, but hmm. it yeah, says next September's... week. So I guess that is the twenty third. Okay, is, yeah. yeah, in a week from now. So we're good. Yep. All right. So cool. uh, next week in one day, uh, you'll be able to get that if you don't have it already. An excellent game. But you might want to get a controller. If you have a controller, plug it in If you're when you play on the PC because you'll it just don't learn to play it on keyboard yeah. and mouse. It's not and worth by, it. By the way, you can use the Xbox and PlayStation controllers via micro USB. So you don't have to purchase a separate controller if you haven't yeah, used and one I, in the past. I used an Xbox 360 controller for oh, it. OG. That I love works. that controller. Yes, yeah, so that thing works pretty well for it. So yeah. Cool. All right. That is uh, that is a little bit of epic news. Um, All right, what else we got? Well, okay, so let's uh, let's talk first about Daisy. So Daisy put it, is coming out with an update one point zero nine. Okay, and this one is uh, there is actually a trailer if you want to or teaser because this update isn't out yet. I don't think. Um, I think it's coming out here in the next week or so. But uh, if you want to play that trailer really quick, and it'll show some of the new things that are coming up. Let's take a look. You can almost promise you that this is not at all what the game actually looked like. 
This trailer is really weird. This is more like what the game's like. Well, I mean, they gave it a they gave it a shot. Um, this is they, they update, did their best. <laughs> this is update one point nine. A couple of the new items in here: the airborne mask, which is a which is a, a gas mask with the screw on air canister, which is what an actual gas mask is. You know, these little crappy blue masks that everybody's wearing. This is what an actual gas ma- like. This is how you actually filter the airs, which with one of these things. Uh, you can't have facial hair with it, or it doesn't stick to your face completely. With the little screw-on canister, you see it like in all the new, you know, any thing, any movie or TV show where they show people going into some sort of toxic area. They're wearing these. They added a scope for the pistol, which I think is rather interesting. It looks like a pretty large scope, um, as well as the flagpole, which you saw on there. Seven new house variants, which might not sound big, but that has a huge impact on the feel of the game. When it, I mean, yeah. you realistically, you'd be say surprised there are, how many are reused. Exactly. Now, when there, you can say there's going to be seven new, how potentially seven new houses in every town by the by their design. That's really cool. They also added two new guns as well, Brian. The three fifty seven revolver, and of course, everybody's favorite, the Deagle. Um, and so those are some of the, those are some of the new content bits that are in um, for the for this new update. Uh, one. Dot, and by the way. I got an email about this update. That's how I found out about it. I don't know how I'm. I I, I, I don't know how I got on the Daisy mailing list, but they had a really nice email. It was, um, you know, they they, they had it was like all in Daisy font. It was uh, hmm. something maybe more developers should be doing. Maybe they do do them, and I'm just not on their mailing lists. Um, yeah. But I I didn't I didn't really uh, I didn't I, I didn't expect to see that, and then I read through it one morning when I woke up. I had it, and uh, yeah. It's uh, it's out one one dot nine. Of course, now this is actually free. This is an actual free update. Yeah, this is an actual free update. Um, <laughs> and they uh, they have the flagpole. They have twenty seven flag variants on there. Probably a bunch of countries. Infection um, podcast flag. <clears throat> uh, not yet. We'll see. I mean, oh, when they update, probably if we ask them now, maybe in a year or two when they do another update, they'll. <laughs> yeah, with that. I mean, this is one point oh nine, and how long has this game been out? Two thousand eleven. Yeah. So it's been nine years and they're on version nine. So we're like a year or, you know, from 1.0, they're on their ninth iteration. So we'll see. All right. Enough of the negative. Brian, I remember back 300, 256 weeks ago when you were a nice man or excuse me, 296 know, weeks ago when you were a nice man. And I, just, yeah. I have Wait. when you were nice, you were kind, you were accepting of different things and now you are just a crotchety old man about about all these i realize that they're not trying to finish their game (laughs) they're not trying it has been funny i did actually buy it i played i played this game once i played daisy one time that's how bad it was i waited so long to buy the stupid thing waited for it to go on sale finally went on sale played it one time i was like oh that was a waste of 30 bucks green man says he remembered was when i changed my hair it's all good was that it Yeah, so, yep, Daisy uh, 1.0.9, check it out. All right, um, Last Oasis, 
They've oh. put out another one of their walkers. Uh, this one's called the Camelop Walker. Okay. And so if uh, there's a video for this, you can see what it looks like if you want to play that really quickly. And then we can discuss uh, a few little updates they've done as well. I may have not to this. I may have not downloaded this one. Oh, yes, I did. I got it. Here it is. Um, yes, a new okay. a new walker. Short. Yeah, a new walker for um, for Last Oasis. Let's uh, let's take a look. And for people that are listening, it's pretty much a big walker with a, a drill on the bottom. So drilling into the ground. I assume it's for gathering things. Hmm. You know, I appreciate so these you, you videos. So you can get water and things like that. I appreciate these videos, Brian. They need to do some they need to they need to do a little uh, a little voiceover and maybe make them a minute and a half. Say long what's and, actually happening. Yeah, what the hell? I mean what what I mean, I learned nothing from that. Yeah, it's got a drill. What does it do? Okay, so uh, first of all, you can collect water. You can collect lava with it. Okay. Um, it's named after the extinct genus of camels, which act as a pump to help with farming lava and water. Uh, it can hold very large amounts of liquids, but does not have a proper deck, so cannot be spawned onto. Um, and they talk about the process of actually going in and using it Um but it's pretty much for gathering things. I mean, it's for gathering liquids and then it stores them. So, so would you say that this is like a mule sort of like a creature? Yeah, it's like utility. A mule creature? It's utility. I mean, if you think of this in the terms of arc, which yeah. you know, a lot of people can easily reference, it's a utility creature. It's a utility mount uh, where for some reason in the game, you need to get access to a lot of water, probably if you have a large group or something, or maybe they're going to be releasing something uh, who knows what you know? What if they put water cannons or something silly, you know, in the game where you need a lot of water, you know? And this is giving you a way to actually get it without using buckets. Yeah, especially here because you're supposed to be moving, uh, you know, and you're going into desert environments. It, I would assume the kind of the end goal with this is you want to get a large collection of water before you move on to the next area. I presume because so, yeah. you may be going into a desert that is has no water and only the people that have prepared are the ones that survive that section uh, because you're you're trying to get to the end and survive. So I would assume that's kind of the the goal with this, but you know you're also gathering lava, so it's probably part for crafting things as well. Because I can't imagine a huge amount of things you'd be gathering lava for that's not revolved around crafting. So. Gotcha. That is the Camelop. Um, Very cool. Yes. Uh, we have another one here, Sea of Thieves, and they did their 2.0.18 update this past week. Uh, and so there is a video for this. Now, this one they do talk throughout the whole thing, like you're asking for. Um, so if you want to play that, they, uh, this is the Vault of the Ancients uh, content update. Get ready to piece together the clues and score yourself some vast riches in the latest Sea of Thieves monthly update, Vaults of the Ancients. Woo! With the threat presented by Flameheart's return, the Gold Hoarders have been using the ancient vaults as a place to store their precious treasures. But they now suspect that skeletons have learned how to crack these vaults, and their gold is at risk of theft. So they're asking for your help. Using the Gold Hoarder's Golden Wayfinder, 
You'll have to follow the clues. Reassemble map pieces. And uncover the vault key. You can return the vault key to the gold hoarders, earning some coins for your trouble. Or you could use the key and take the riches for yourself. The gold hoarders have many ways to guard their loot from unwelcome pirates. And only the canniest will walk away with their most precious treasure. The chest of ancient tributes. So you'll need to act fast and think carefully about what matters most, lest greed be your downfall. And if giant piles of gold aren't your thing, then just wait until you see what's come bounding into the pirate emporium. That's right. Dogs have finally made their way to the Sea of Thieves. These faithful four-legged friends are ready to sniff out adventure and journey across the seas in search of the tastiest of treats. Though, responsible piratical pet owners should always be ready to scrub the decks as, well, accidents can happen. And to add a little flavour into your adventures, there's a whole new set of emotes to pick from including a free dancing dog emote too. Ah, look at him go. And this guy hasn't even had a grog yet either. And the shrouded ghost hunter ship set has now come to the pirate emporium. Complete with wheel, capstan and cannons, flag, as well as the collector's sails and figurehead. Not only that, but you can complete the look with the new shrouded ghost hunter costume and blunderbuss. It's almost enough to make you believe that the stories are true. Following Duke's recent run of bad luck, the founder of the Beldrats, Lorena, is here to take the reins. Duke set a course for his own adventure, and who knows when or where he might return. But as your new guide to the Beldrats Black Market, Lorena will have much more in store for you in the months ahead. So get ready to unlock the perilous path to piles of the rich stuff in the latest Sea of Thieves monthly update, Vaults of the Ancients. Alright, a new update for Sea of Thieves, dogs, which is funny because weren't those just added to uh, Atlas a couple of... Uh... Couple weeks ago? No, no, that was that was Sea of Thieves. Oh, they they announced it? it, but they did a teaser. Remember? Ah, I we, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I got confused. We saw something that they were teasing it, so that that was this. And now they finally put it into the game. So gotcha. You can go in there and get your dogs because they put cats in. Uh, oh yes, yeah, dogs. Yes. yes. Yep. So they're adding all kinds of cosmetic pets that pee on the deck for some reason. So <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, I don't know. That just doesn't. That just doesn't really. I mean, for, for people that if you play that game a lot, like that's like kind of a, like I mentioned before, if you play that game a lot, those little things are cool, like you know, because there's yeah, something different that you have that other people don't have. Um, you know, a lot of this kind of stuff happens in WoW, but for people, it doesn't change the gameplay, which is fine. But uh, yeah, for for true. people that have done everything, you know, it's one extra thing to have. So, yes, sir. All right, so 
Seven Days to Die, they uh, put a, they did an update for their Alpha 19. So they have their Alpha 19.1 experimental now. So they're doing another branch. Uh, one thing that they, what they have done in here is they found Tim the Toolman Taylor's tool belt and give it to players, allowing you to carry 10 instead of eight slots. So they have increased the number of uh, slots, I assume, on your your quick bar now, to 10. Did they, did they really call this Tim the Toolman Taylor? Yeah. How can they well, do they, that? They're saying, no, they're just saying they, that you found his belt. That's just their little, who knows? I don't think they're calling that into the game. That's okay. just their little quirky okay. way of saying I was going to say, because yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, they're not kind of caught. Yeah, they get in trouble. Yeah, because But a, they've increased the slot size from 8 to 10. Uh, they, they did a fix for the robotic, robotic turret freezing games and servers when destroying a block of as collateral damage. Uh, they said huge improvements to ladder usage, some new and shiny zombies, one of them with hair physics. Ooh, so you'll have hair flowing in the wind. That's exciting. Uh, they've added player sidestepping while on ladders player falling onto ladders will be slowed until they reach a reasonable speed to attach uh, support defining POI zones in prefab editor uh, set entity rigid body dragged to 0.25 when spawned with zero um, death ragdoll physics set max velocities lower 20 uh, 20 slot tool belt for the prefab editor and new stripper utility and business zombies. So there's three, uh, three of the, they had stripper utility and business zombies before, but maybe they either did different variations of them or did a reskin of them and actually made them the new HD ones that they've been working on. Um, that was things that was added. Uh, then they have some change, you know, improved AI ladder use and things like that. Uh, and then a list of fixes here. So those are the things that are new in this 19.1. Uh, and then others are just kind of tweaks and fixes to existing bugs. So, Cool. That is seven days to die. Awesome. Um, we've got a uh, we've got a, a Fallout. Everybody's favorite Fallout, of course. Fallout seventy six has got an update here. This the is the only real um, Fallout. Yeah, exactly. This is um, update twenty two, and this actually came out today. Uh, I'm going to just go over a couple of the highlights here. One, uh, a couple of highlights of this patch. One wasteland is now available. Um, it now so so levels now adjust dynamically to more closely match character levels so you can adventure anywhere in Appalachia whether alone or with your friends so <clears throat> so the the creature so the things that you're fighting will now change or so no longer having more difficult zones well you can go anywhere and you're always going to have a challenge, an equal challenge it, that's what it seems like that it's going to be more of an equal chance. It doesn't seem like it's going to be like an on off switch, but the likelihood of it being more, you know, when you're level three, you're not going to be fighting a level 78, you know, beetle. But maybe if they want it to be more difficult zone, they will be like one or two ahead of you versus an easier zone, maybe one or two below you. Yeah, exactly. So, so they added like that. that. I haven't played it enough to know if that's, an actual issue or not. Um, <clears throat> Fallout 76 season two is now, av- now available. It says join armor ACE and the power patrol in their battle against the red vipers by ranking up on an all new score, which is their ranking system board and climbing tons and claiming tons of rewards along the way. They've added daily objectives, gear up, grab your pals and get ready to take on um, some challenging repeatable 
and randomized a counter with daily ops is what they're calling it. And then they've added some legendary perks becoming legendary with new high level perk cards that will offer more power um, and build diversity to your characters. So those are a couple of the big highlights with that. Um, they go over, uh, I'm going to just read into the, the one wasteland thing a little bit here. Cause I think it might be rather interesting for some people. Um, it says we've allowed creatures to dynamically adjust their levels up or down on the fly to more closely match each player. They encounter if multiple players all come across the same enemy at the same time, it's lame. it's, it's level will simultaneously rise for the higher level players and drop for the lower level players. So you could actually, so if two people are fighting the same creature, it will be two different levels. I'm not sure how exactly that's going to work. It seems like that might be a buggy mess. Well, it, so you, you have, cause you're doing percentages of the XP, right? So this True. creature has a certain difficulty level. So for you, you will see, let's say 10,000 uh, hit points on it, right? I, let's say I'm half as strong as you. I'll see 5,000 hit points for that. But my damage, it, so it'll take us about the same amount of time to kill it. It'll be the same challenge for both of us. It will. Right? Yeah, I just, I feel like there's a lot of math that has to go on here, simultaneous mm-hmm. math. And simultaneous math can be tricky and complicated and buggy is all, is, is I think. And, the, and WoW does this, but they don't do it you don't have where players I think are seeing like if somebody hits, hits a creature, I, I don't remember if it does this to where two people in the same group would see different things on that creature. I don't know if it picks the lowest or the highest. I don't know. That's, that'd be interesting to see how they do it. I'll have to keep, keep an eye out for that because they do this as well. The same type of a concept. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, so, and Jonesy says it scales to the first player who hits it in WoW. So it's the, okay. So, so it's that's yeah. why I haven't really noticed because because I I haven't seen to where it seems like they really have two different. So if you have a lower player with you, they could hit something, you can then kill it, but you won't get if it's too low, you won't get XP out of it, you know. And they probably have some sort of a cap, you know, so where you can't just carry somebody and have them get ridiculous XP without hitting it. So you know, this is an interesting mechanic. I can't say I've heard or seen this elsewhere um i if this in fact works and works well this could be something brian that i see that, that you could see maybe take place in some other games because yeah what essentially what they've done is they've opened the entire map for every player for every player yep you look at and a this game is like what they Arc, were running into for example where you can't go for example to the cold portion of the map at the beginning mm-hmm. of the game. Now you can, but you're not going to survive because you don't have the the warm gear to keep yourself warm enough to actually do anything. You can maybe get up there, but you're not going to survive. They have essentially yeah. opened the entire map for every single player, and that's their goal. Um, and obviously with a weaning player count, kind of makes sense. They don't really have a choice. Yeah, and this is something, in WoW, you ran into this problem because, <clears throat> you know, a a high level player could run in the old zones and just level everything in two seconds. You know, they could kill everything and really troll beginning players. Well, now what they do is you'll, if let's say you're level 120 and you go to a beginning zone, you're going to be fighting in the beginner zone, you know, where most people are starting out hunt level 120 uh, monsters, you know, so you're not just going to be easily killing them. 
Uh, so, it, but the thing with this is they will give that high end loot as well. So if you go, no matter what zone you go to, if you kill something, you have a chance of getting loot that's equivalent to your level. So, gotcha. you know, so there's a reason you would go to all different areas of this map, you know, just kind of farming things, be in different areas. Maybe there's certain creatures. I don't know if they have drops that only drop in certain areas. So, so yeah, so I, I think this will be interesting to see how well it actually works. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Jonesy is pointing out, and by the way, uh, the new expansion of WoW comes out in October. Um, but they're doing a major level squash when Shadowlands, this is according to Jonesy, when Shadowlands comes out, so it won't matter anyways. Like they're they're kind of redoing the whole thing with Shadowlands. So it'll be interesting to see how they, if they do a little bit different iteration of this concept with that. Yes, sir. So that Whoops. is Fallout 76. Um, you're, mind if we go over some ARC updates here really quick? No. What do you got for us? A couple small ones here. 313.14. They fixed an exploit that caused you to be ignored by auto turrets. I'm sure some people took advantage of that. Uh, and then 313.19 fixed an exploit that caused players to be ignored by auto turrets. And that's two fixes that are, well, to be, yeah. They slightly worded it differently, but it's the exact same bug twice in a row. And uh, 313.22, I know this is going to be a shocker, fixed an exploit related to mounted turrets. So <laughs> all three of those have to do with turrets of some sort. Auto turrets probably, but three three uh, fixes in a row, and hopefully they got a fix this time, and that is the latest. <clears throat> oh, okay. Very cool. Um, let's see. We don't have a whole lot of time left, bro. We have a couple, we, have, we, we have some more time, but what, what, um, what do you want to tackle here? Let's do like two or three more games here. Okay. So um, let's go ahead. Dead Side doesn't come out with updates very often, so let's go ahead okay. and yeah, cover Dead Side. They have uh, they had a bigger update and then a hot fix for that. So 0 0.1.8. Uh, first of all, events, they have an airdrop, an airdrop of valuable cargo at a point marked on the map so that you have to, an opportunity to get there first, uh, ambush someone or be ambushed yourself. Um, so that is an event, events now that are going on inside of Deadside. Also, uh, with this, they, they've been redoing the client-server interaction while shooting, so new system for client-server interaction while shooting, receiving damage by the character, which should significantly improve situation with hitch registration. So if you're playing and that didn't feel quite right, they are working on that. Uh, they added some new firearms and equipment. So an anti-material sniper rifle. So it's, an, it's kind of weird, an anti-matter, pretty much. Uh, it's a Beretta, it's a Beretta M99. Mm -hmm. The light machine gun, RPK, uh, light machine gun HKMG36 has been added. Tactical assault vests with armor plates and a tactical helmet. Um, they did some quality of life fixes. Uh, added options to scope by pressing and holding the right mouse button. Um, option hold is on by default like it was before. And then added an ability to craft multiple items at once. Um, if you have more resources than needed for one item, the dialogue will appear with an ability to choose the number of it. Um, interaction with objects like moving, shift, double, uh, shift, click, and double click. And then they add an option to disable the HUD. Uh, you can do for like screenshots and things like that. Uh, they added some server settings and then did a number of balance and gameplay fixes uh, as well. Uh, then they did their 0 0.1.8.1 uh, hotfix. And this one was just 
uh, it says new shooting system was incorrectly detecting body parts in their armor. So they fixed that client crash when looting corpses, client crash after death, client crash after inviting to squad. Those have all been fixed. Rare client crash when closing inventory, rare client crash when opening in-game menu. And then new item was not added into the surface admin paddle panel. Uh, Barrette, wrong tactical light placement and then the airdrop outside of the map bounds so those were all fixed in that hot fix after the uh, main update so that is dead side cool uh, do you have a i mean <clears throat> we could talk about dead matter dead matter came out with the patch as well yes i did want to make sure that we got to dead matter um okay let's take a look at they've got two different patches here um 0 0.2.0 um server configuration has changed so you'll need to back up your server and follow the update they've got a readme file um uh in the server directory if you're a server host uh server host uh it also wipes characters so be aware of that a couple of additions here tool belt items now show the hotkeys that they are assigned to so when something's in your hot bar it'll actually show you um added the additional zombie idle animations began work on adding uh future signposting to the direct players to domination that's a work in progress um, replaced Unreal's Steam integration with our own solution. The server browser should now be fixed. I guess there was a big issue there. Added scopes for the Lee Enfield, the Mosin, the SVT-40, and some other long-range scopes. Added some more missing select fire and ammo check animations. Added a suppressor for the Lee Enfield rifle. Um, added the ATV color variants. Added a new shader for static vehicles to help differentiate them from drivable ones non-drivable vehicles will have a coat of dust and fallen leaves on them so i guess the <laughs> working vehicles and non-working vehicles had a very similar look um which of course is incredibly deceiving um so that's the additions a couple of just quick changes birch trees now give birch bark when you harvest them zombies will now rotate faster um improved building work in progress material wi yes work in progress so as you're building something builds up over time so they've made some okay. uh changes to that you no longer lose all of your items inside a clothing item when breaking it into rags uh oh uh, more precise weapon value balancing and then reduced the prices of the mid high tier backpacks across the board and they did a whole bunch of um fixes and optimizations on that and then they also did a quick hot fix here which was at uh 0.2.1 fixed a memory leak that was taking place on the servers, fixed stack items breaking when items are removed from containers, fixed items disappearing when dropped into clothing found in a container, and fixed a crash when picking up weapons found in containers. So a couple of weird little issues there in Dead Matter, but um, it is uh, it is there. It is done. I still haven't played it. Have you? Um, I logged in for a little bit, but yeah. I haven't played it seriously yet. I haven't really explored the map or anything just because I haven't been around very much. Yeah. I just, I, I haven't really, uh, I haven't really wanted to, I don't know. I just, I haven't really had the motivation to, uh, to jump in and, and, and play it. Um, PUBG, Brian, they have a, they have an update here. Um, update 8.3 and the, the season eight is winding down. Uh, so season nine will mm -hmm. be starting soon. They've added a fairy system. Um, now, not, not like a flap your wings fairy, like a boat mm -hmm. fairy system um, that'll, that is now in the docks. Um, they've 
Now, they, this is they, something, yeah, they added docs to the game recently. This, this is something that ROE had, and we thought it was super... Did, didn't you and I go on that submarine ride in ROE where it like took you across the map? No, it was, like, I think I came thing. in right after you guys had done it because you were telling me... I remember I logged in and you were telling me about it, so you had just done it before I got yeah, on. Yeah, so it's um, it's a a ferry line, so it's a, it's a, it's a static route that this ferry is going to take, and you as a passenger can take this and it will, it will take you to and from two different places on the map. So there's a total of four ferries um, that make a round trip. So they go one, you know, they, they go one way each and this, something like this can be a huge game changer when you now Mm -hmm. can hop on something like this. It's static. It's going to be statically timed. So it's just going to randomly take off. Um, Kind of interesting. Yeah. and this also makes the map feel a little bit more alive, which I think people appreciate too, when you actually have things moving and doing things where it's not always the same. So uh, one thing it does do is it'll do a, a horn sound seven seconds before it leaves uh, and arrives. So that way you can kind of have an idea of when you need to get on there in case you don't want to be a sitting duck waiting for someone to shoot you. Yes. So. <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything else you wanted to cover in that? Um, now, yeah, the couple new things they've added a jammer pack. It allows you to prevent blue zone damage. So it's kind of like a, um, one of those cell phone blockers. It allows mm-hmm. you to pr- protect blue zone damage for a short time at the expense of level three bag space. So it takes up a big amount of space, but it's a, some sort of high powered, uh, radio device that blocks the blue zone for a period of time. Um, it temporarily prevents players from taking damage from the blue zone and the energy bar will now be displayed on the screen. Once it's equipped, um, once all the energy has been depleted, the jammer pack will function, will function only a, as a regular backpack, not giving you any protection against the blue zone. Um, it, by the way, it depletes anyway. It just depletes quicker in the blue zone. So it's not mm. like a God mode thing where you can just pop it out at the end. It's going to be depleting throughout the entire map kind of an interesting system i don't know how many people are blue zone um camping like where they're just hovering yeah on but the people edge. did this a lot in h1z1 so i wonder if they're <clears throat> yeah i guess but from the last time i played PUBG, which was a long time ago so take that for what it's worth the early level blue zones weren't anything crazy anyway and i can't imagine at the end of the game this would really save you i don't know maybe maybe it will i i, I don't know enough to to speak accurately about it it just seems kind of like an odd it's it's a cool item it's a cool concept I'm just not sure how usable it is and how practice how it's actually going to affect gameplay at all yeah i mean there may be one-offs where it comes in handy but i just i don't know that i'd want to use this instead of my top level backpack slot yeah I, I would probably I mean, pretty say, much what giving yeah. you a, a medium sized backpack yeah but you know in it but it's a, a max size level so that difficulty to get Yep, absolutely. Um, so kind of a catch 22 on that. You'll have to make the decision. Um, well, you'll have to make the decision what you want to uh, what you want to do there. Um, got about we've got like you want to do, do, do you have anything going on after the show? You have to like do you have um, to I have hockey, but I've got enough time. Okay. Before I have Th- to be there. Then let's do this. Then good. Let's show the rust video real quick. Cause there's a couple cool things in it. Uh, it's about five minutes long. We'll show the rust video real quick and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap up the show with current players and all that all right. stuff. So here's a Sounds new, yeah, there's some unique things in that one. So. And there's some very unique stuff, uh, unique stuffs in this one. This is a rust update from our friend 
Shadowfrax. Greetings, survivors and friends. Shadowfrax here with the final frontier of Rust. A frontier that keeps getting pushed back every week. A bit like the console version. <laughs> but this time I have a lot of things to show and tell in various stages of work in progress. As you can see, first of all, this week on staging, it seems we've been gifted the gift of a new hazmat skin in the form of a cobalt spacesuit. Not sure I'd trust it in a vacuum chamber, and the poo reservoir and fart filters might need changing, but if you'd like to try it out on staging and you're an admin or owner, then you can give yourself one with Give Spacesuit. Surprisingly, for all purposes, it's the same as a normal hazmat in protection and everything, so really it's just a skin, but exactly how and when we'll get one by conventional means is still under wraps. And does this mean more skins could be on the event horizon? Now, as we all know, the first rule of Secret Lab Chair Club is don't tell anyone about the Secret Lab Chair. Unfortunately, thanks to the commits, the cat is now firmly out of the bag and has started eating the beans that were also spilled, which will probably give it diarrhea later. Also, it wasn't hard to figure out how to spawn it. Would you have guessed Spawn Secret Lab Chair? Well done if you did. Either that or you can just access it in the items tab. The description says it's a luxurious, comfortable chair for long sessions of CCTV watching and it does give you 100% comfort, just like a normal one. But how am I supposed to reach the lappy from here? I'm not stretch flipping Armstrong. Although I might be Neil Armstrong. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Question is, does the secret lab chair mean there's a secret lab? And what impact might this and the spacesuit have on the law? I mean... At least it's confirmed now that Cobalt are from the US, which is what I said in the first place. Also, why are we getting these now? Where will we get them from? Are they a seasonal thing? Stay tuned for answers when they happen. The secret lab chair may not be much of a secret, but the team are succeeding at keeping a few others from us, as all of these blurred out commits attest to. One thing that does seem to be next, though, is an elevator block, which I mentioned recently, and this is exactly what it sounds like. A new base building item that acts as a lift between your many floors. If you have any of those, personally, I'm perfect. It should be on staging next week sometime for us to try out, which means it'll definitely be in the next patch in October. And a few things we know about this block from the commits already are... It will require power, it can be deployed on a floor, foundation or floor frame, it'll have up and down buttons and can be called to a floor. It looks like it'll be made of wood, have a fence and will crush to death anyone stupid enough to stand under it. So does this herald the arrival of a new type of trap base video? And what about lift music? Well, talking of that, the voice props branch is alive and kicking at the moment and whatever it ends up adding to the game, it does seem that part of it will involve a boombox model for which I showed you quite a while ago now. What we do know is that this item will use power and have an on-off toggle switch as standard. Jolly good. But that's about it for now. The command world.rendermap can now be used on staging and produces a high-res PNG of whatever server you're on, minus the grid or any text and markers. Also, it seems anyone can use it, so you don't have to be an admin. You'll find these files in your Rust install folder. All we need now are map tables, so we can plan out walks in the countryside and stuff. In other changes, deep water decay was adjusted for boats, i.e. for when they're parked near an oil rig, and they will now start decaying here after 45 minutes instead of 10. 
although this can be adjusted by server owners with the Deep Water Decay Minutes convar. There were various fixes over the last week, including ones for chat messages occasionally getting hidden, kayaks not decaying at the intended rate, pass-throughs not showing for windmills, solar panels and fuel generators, and some dodgy colliders around a couple of doorways at the airfield. Also, recycler rounding was adjusted so there won't be a benefit to recycling some stackable items individually anymore. Destroyable road signs are almost upon us. They missed the boat last month, but we should be able to harvest them for pipes and road signs soon. Shock horror. There's also more progress on missions, possible AI improvements, and weather, with commits confirming that the latter will most likely now include snow, auroras, lightning, and smarter rain, which hopefully means less drops in frames. Please let me know your thoughts and what's keeping you up at night with excitement down below. Sub to the channel for regular things and leave a like if you appreciated this vid. There are many places you can enjoy me on the internet, such as live waffling on Twitch and staying up to date with my content on Twitter, Facebook, Discord and my Steam group. Thank you to my patrons for their continued support and I shall catch you all soon, but in the meantime, keep calm and stay rusty. Cheerio. All right, Cheerio to our good friend Shadowfrax, bringing us an update there. Yeah, just a random spacesuit being added. Not, not, not really sure why. You don't <laughs> um, think there's going to be a, a Mars DLC? I mean, there might be. I just it, it does seem kind of odd. Like there's no, there's no space anniversary going on right now. Like normally, their things are somewhat explanatory. This one is just not. I think they're going to do like a Mars DLC. Personally. Have a map that's pretty much like Mars. I think they're going to have something. They don't have any yet. They don't. What, what makes you? Well, there there is a mod that's doing it right now. There's a mod that makes hmm. that puts a Mars landscape, and people are playing with it. So I just, you know, if they found that people really like playing that, I would assume that they would maybe build something for so people can have that asset that's a really professionally made, and people will buy it so they can play it on these mods. Gotcha. We'll see. I mean, it may not happen, but that's kind of my guess. Okay. Well, we, we'll see. All right. Um, so are we good on that? Yeah, I think that's pretty much going to cover us for news. We've got a couple things. Um, yeah, put it in the book, Brian. All right, I'll do that. Yeah, Brian, can put it, Brian will put it in the book while we're, do, while we're doing current players. Um, we've got some Gamescom announcements we'll talk hopefully about next week. We're just we're, we're out of time tonight and they're not not nothing earth shattering, but just a couple things that we wanted yeah. to note. So uh, we'll hope they're making uh, a new Sam and Max, though, video game, by the way, for people that are old like me. Yeah, well, yeah, all the old people. Uh, yeah, I know you're not going to know what, 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 I, what game that is. So. Couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> okay. But uh, but yeah, we'll uh, cover that in a couple of other games that we missed um, just due to uh, time constraints. All right. No constraints on this, though. Current players. Let's take a look at who's playing Day Z right now. Zero dot, or one dot zero dot, one dot zero nine is the current patch. 20,902, look at that. The 24-hour peak, 32,386 people are the, for the 24-hour peak. And then the 70 peak, 37,016. Moving on over to Ark Survival Evolved, 36,260. The 24-hour peak, 57,727 with a seven-day peak of 72,015. Let's take a look at Rust. Currently playing 43,682. The 24-hour peak, 56,524, with a seven-day peak of 70,939. Switching on over to seven days to die. 
18,828 individuals currently playing that. The 24-hour peak, 24,000, excuse me, 23,467 with a 7-day peak of 33,007. Moving on over to Conan Exiles. Brand new DLC is out and there are 15,719 people playing that right now. The 24-hour peak, 17,367 with a 7-day peak of 18,033. And finally, wrapping us up here, Last Oasis. Currently playing 306, the 24-hour peak, 434 with a 7-day peak of 500. And 87. And that is going to bring us current Brian with all of the different people playing all the different video games, at least some of the different video games that we talk about here on the program. Very good. All right, let's go and roll into tip of the week where I give either a general gaming tip or one on a specific game. And since Rocket League is going free to play next week, I figured that would be a good one. So this is tip of the week. All right, so I kind of mentioned it earlier in the podcast, but with Rocket League, people tend to always use controllers. And one downside of the controllers is that there's kind of a dead zone on the controller uh, just because of the design of them. And these usually would result in about a 25 to 30% loss in input due to sensitivity. Uh, and if you can imagine it by thinking of a square, because generally, uh, you know, the corners are go a little bit farther than up and down and uh and you'll lose some on some of the controllers you'll lose a little bit of area when you're pushing up down left right uh and you'll have more zone on the corners and so what you can do is you can actually adjust the sensitivity on this to be able to make up for that so you don't have less forward push when uh when you're going straight one direction uh versus going at an angle and so if you go to sensitivity in the settings, and you change it to 1.4, that will adjust it so that uh, you are able to have 100% input when doing one of the primary directions like forward or back. And then you'll have to play with it. I, I would suggest going and doing some of the test modes and maybe doing against bots and things like that to get used to it because it will seem a lot more sensitive when you're going at an angle. So it'll take a little bit of playing to get used to it but it will give you more accurate uh, input when you're actually playing with a controller. Uh, also, there are some things that you can play with with the uh, dead zones in there with uh, by adjusting some of those settings. But if I were you, I would start with this one, see, get used to it first, and then go in and look at some of your actual dead zone settings, which like you can do 0 0.05 and 0 0.1 um, for your drift. And then they also have the Dodge, which is 0.7 to 0.9. But I, I would go look up some tutorials on how to do that because uh, you can tweak those to be exactly how you want them. And there's a lot of different settings in, in Rocket League Tweak, uh, changing your buttons that really actually improve the gameplay. So, uh, But this is a good start just to make it to where your controller is a little more sensitive and you don't have to push as far or... Uh, not give all the input that you think you're supposed to have. So that is tip of the week. I, you know, I didn't know that. I'm a, you know, yeah, so Brian, not that I don't out. normally take your advice because I do, mm -hmm. but I might, I'm going to extra take your advice on this one, by the way, 
Did you write this in the book? Did you write your prediction in the book? Yes, I did. What did you write? The official, the official New Egg book. Um, <laughs> I put in here, I put the today's date, and the, I said that Rust will release a Mars DLC. Okay, okay. Should I put it? No, no. I, that is such I, a, do, I don't need to put that, any kind of a... That is such a bad prediction, you don't even have to put a date, because it's... <laughs> you could put 2050, and I don't think it would matter. Okay. So now, I'll give All you right, that, we'll Brian. I'll give you I'll give you the deal. We'll I'm not we'll gonna, leave it as generic as I'm that. not gonna make it any harder for this to come true for you. I will just okay, give you. you the DLC. How about that? Because I can't promise it'll be in the year, but <laughs> hey, maybe it will be. I have hope. Hey. And when and when we're to playing the video of them showcasing the Mars <laughs> DLC, what are you gonna say to me? Fake news. <laughs> My bullhorn. <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, so that is all right, we ready to uh, to do this game giveaway? Yeah, what? Do, yeah, I got the fantastic game, by the way. Literally, yeah, one of we my need favorite to, games. We need to come up with another night that we uh, we do this kind of a, maybe yeah. on a Saturday night or something. Yeah, we do. All right, so let's go ahead and draw this, Daddy English. Congratulations, oh. Daddy English. Uh, nice. You have one golfing with friends, and uh, this is a really fun game. So I will send you a link, and then you're let us know what you think of it. Go ahead. They do but, have a solo mode and they have multiplayer, but the multiplayer is a lot of fun with friends. By the way, Daddy English was just promoted to a regular in chat. He's been in the chat for 20 hours. It's a yes. lot of time. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> and the head, head neophyte uh, response was, the promotion comes with no increase in pay, but an increase in duties. So Yes. Uh, we'll push <laughs> good, it to work. Good, <laughs> good stuff with that. I want to thank, a, before we get out of here, Brian, I want to thank a couple of individuals including our friend Green Man Cartoons, Jonesy, uh, it's Jonesy, um, Texone 707, our friend Sean, Joe, for subbing, uh, gifting a, a sub to Firebomb, and Firebomb for playing some Dead by Daylight with me this week. I finally, I got back in, we played a couple games, I had to take a phone call in the middle of it, killed my vibe, I stopped playing, but we played for a little bit. I surprisingly... Still had it a little bit. I did a little doopity doop dop. Got the killer. Almost got out. Missed a key like a stupid jackass, and I died. But everybody else got out, and it's because I duped and Sacrifice died. Yourself. I, I did. I was I was hauling. It it was uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It was worth it. So that is uh that is all. Very good. All right. We'll be ready to roll on out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Where can people all find right. you on the uh, internet? Well, if you want to find me, you can find me at Brian Aldridge on Parlor uh, or my blog, biteoftech.com. Also, make sure you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com. Join our server on Discord on the right-hand side there. That way you can submit news, hang out, chat, uh, play games with us. Also, join our Steam group so we can get a notification before the uh, live show starts every week. Uh, if you want to watch the video forms, make sure you do that on Twitch, on YouTube, BitChute, or DLive. Also, check out our pre- and post-shows on podcast Infection Podcast Extras. Thank you, Judd. Uh, if you want to listen to the audio only form, maybe on your phone or on a, uh, your desktop app or anywhere else, those are on the lower right hand side. We've got a little helper there that'll uh, help you find the right link that you need. And then if you want to check out our show notes, we'll now have 296 episodes of the show that you can go on the website and see all the videos, uh, articles, everything that we've referenced during the show. We put right there on the website, also a player for the video and audio form on that post. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do that through either amazon.infectionpodcast.com, humble.infectionpodcast.com. You can go to the support tab up there, 
or you can go through Twitch Gaming, Prime Gaming subs. Uh, and as you heard through the show, a number of people did that. And that really adds up throughout the years. I and mean, we have people that have been doing it for 30 something weeks, which is incredible. And we really appreciate that support. So thank you very much. Yes, sir. Brian, thank you very much, uh, mm-hmm. as you. always, for getting everything together here and uh, making it so that I don't uh, completely lose my mind here during the program. We are we, now we got to we got to decide this right now. What are we doing for episode 300? We're like we're um, three weeks away. I mean, maybe we should do a little bit of like a video just kind of pulling like different points of time to kind of see the transition, your baby face to becoming a man you know, you becoming old that. and disheveled. me becoming old, <laughs> losing my hair and turning gray, you know, all that being stuff. A, that's being happening. a, being a crotchety old man about it, all video. Yeah, game Jonesy updates. wants me to, uh, Jonesy wants me to shave my beard on stream, which what, 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 what I mean, I'd be fine with that. It's just, I'm just growing it for fun. My girlfriend <laughs> likes it. So I grow it. So whatever. Well then maybe you shouldn't shave that on stream. That doesn't sound like a good relationship <laughs> idea. I mean, I, I know, know you yeah, love Jonesy, yeah. but, I'm not sure that I'm not sure I put my stock in Jonesy on this one. So sorry, Jonesy. I love you too, but I, I'm not I wouldn't sure risk my you. relationship for Jonesy. I guess not. I mean, I, you know, in certain circumstances, maybe, but not in this one. I would say no, not in this uh, one. Okay. We'll <laughs> so, sorry, Jonesy. Maybe next time. Um, yeah, we got to figure something out. If, 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 if you, the, the listener of the show have an idea of something that we can do, let us know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let us know. By the way, right. I will say this. Uh, I'm going to leave everybody hanging, Brian. Mm-hmm. We got a, Brian and I got a private message from a game developer this past week with some very interesting information, some very interesting things that they are working on. It is a survival game. It's a survival game we've talked about. Some confidential information. There's a lot of big things coming. I'll leave it there. Yeah. But, uh, cool. I'll, I'll, let this, I'll let the suspense kill you until... Dun, we're dun, dun. To, until we're allowed to talk about it. So, Brian, thank you as always. We'll see you next yep, week for you. another episode of Infection. Alrighty, folks. Well, that is going to do it. My name is, as always, Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Of course, if you missed any portion of the program, you can check out show notes, links, videos, pictures, all the fun stuff over on our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.